No, there's that, um... Last Day game or whatever it's called. It's, uh... The Day Before, sorry. The, the trailer, though, that they showed, like, the gameplay trailer for it, they did that same shit that they did with The Division. Mm. Like, the, the shitty... Like, this is totally real people talking. This is how real people talk in comms. It's like, no, it isn't. <laughs> like, the one guy's looking for his buddy in a building, and he's like, hey, where are you? And he's just quiet. I'm just like, no, these fuckers would be in a Discord call, and he'd be saying, dude, I just got killed by a zombie. It sucked. <laughs> I mean, if, like... I think at some point it would be kind of funny to do a uh, a stream where we act like we're actually in the game. An RP stream? Yeah. I think that could I be mean, kind of funny. Depending on the game, yeah. Yeah. Oh, yeah. We would have to pick an appropriate game for that. Indeed. Do it for Valheim and just start speaking in a Nordic accent. That would get offensive quick. <laughs> Welcome to Gaming Casual, the gaming podcast where we talk about games casually. I'm your host, Sedge, and I'm joined by my co-host, Lightsaber Ninja. What up? And Control Freak. Evening, everybody. And Twilight. Hey. And we're apparently planning um, to be future offensive. streams. We're planning to be <laughs> offensive. Planning future streams that they will probably forget as soon as this podcast is over. Absolutely. Just do an RP Rust stream. Oh god, never mind. No. Don't no. 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 <laughs> Please no. <laughs> no. Cause the first half of it would just be us running around screaming, Where are my pants? Where are my pants? Excuse me, sir. Have you seen my pants? Why do I put why, when I punch trees, does wood come out? That's not how this works. Frank, Frank, why are you punching the tree? I'm using the splinters to make an axe. That that seems horribly inefficient. It really is. And my hands hurt. Here, use this rock. This doesn't help. It's not sharp. Two hours use. later, I finally knocked the tree down. <laughs> Yeah, we made guns. How? Uh, I don't know. Bill tied some pig intestines to a stick. <laughs> and somehow that turned into an AK-47. <laughs> what? I mean, I Why intestines and not something more substantial like a bone? Nope. Intestines. You gotta use it for the rifling, so you twist it around. <laughs> oh, God. <laughs> Although, we could do it with uh, something like Valheim. Ah, yes. We are here in our new continent. <laughs> and we must... We will please the gods by taking this continent for ourselves. I mean, technically, we've already died. That's the afterlife. Happy Leaf Erickson Day! Actually, um... Before we get into anything major, uh... I actually saw a video, because... You saw on the map how, it, like, it just, it was this giant circle. Someone went to the edge of the circle. Did you and they found? Uh, it literally just drops off into the void. Oh. 
Which fun. Which actually plays along with the narrative. Yeah. So I thought that was interesting, and I watched the video because the dude's on a on a raft going towards the edge, realizes what's at the edge, and so he's just trying to turn the boat around as fast as possible and just doesn't quite make it. And so the raft falls off, and it's like, he's hoping, like, okay, maybe my body will, like, the, the respawn thing will be right on the edge of the map, and I can maybe get my stuff back. Nope. You see that also falling down into the abyss. Oh, no. Yeah, so he loses the boat and loses all of his items. Like, he was geared up at that point, and just everything, gone. That guy... That guy quit as soon as <laughs> that was over. Also, I love how we have another survival game, but because this one is Vikings, it's hyper popular, like, right away. Yeah, well, because everything else is like, all right, you are a man that has woken up naked in the middle of the wilderness. But, you know, everything else is basically the same as every other survival game. Yeah. This one is just like, oh, you are in the afterlife. You must fight the gods to enter Valhalla. Because yep. you're in... Prove your worth. Val- yeah, because you're in Valheim, not Valhalla. Yep. And because Vikings, you you want to be in Valhalla. <laughs> but we could talk about that... Uh, well, actually, I guess we could just jump right into what have we been playing, because that's what I've been playing a lot of. Yeah, I mean, I have I figured that's what we were going to talk about for the most part because oblig- obligatory mention of I have been playing Halo <laughs> for the fourth week in a row. Yep, you, that is all I've been playing. You played, Someone send help. <laughs> you played a buttload of Halo. I played a buttload of Valheim. Twice computer still won't let her play games. <laughs> It lets me play Wolf Quest if I turn everything else off. Still super weird. No, what's super weird is that it also started having troubles after a few hours of play. Yeah, your your potato computer just needs to be replaced. Still, yes, that, the ha- six hundred dollars off that mark. The hamsters that are running your computer have just decided it's time. I think they've died. They've died. The wheels are slowly slowing down. Yep. Light of you, light. Before we go into Valheim, because you know, Valheim. Do you have any any games? Nothing to report. Alright. Okay. Yeah. Well, <laughs> to Valheim it is. Control, <laughs> control. Take it away, because I haven't played enough to actually talk about the game. Yeah. Apart from the fact that I think the building system is actually really nice. I think. So. Uh, one of my friends called me out for the fact that I have played 44 hours of Valheim over the past week-ish. Um, I'm gonna be honest, haven't seen you on anything but Valheim, so that's I, not yeah. Yeah, that's super true. surprising. <laughs> it's, it's, it's just genuinely fun to play. Um, I think one of my biggest reasons that I have enjoyed it so much is the way that they handle progressing. Because you start off in a region that is either meadows or, like, heavy forest. Um, And the enemies in there are fairly straightforward. Some of them may 
kick the crap out of you, but for the most part, you can either run away or keep yourself safe. Um, until you fight the first boss and start getting newer resources, but everything builds into itself. So it's like you start off in that one region, you're harvesting wood, you make yourself some stone equipment, you build yourself a small house, you get to the first boss and you get, you start gaining access to the next type of resource. Cause you'll, cause at the start, you don't have a pickaxe, so you can't go off and mine stuff. You can't dig out mountains and stuff like that. So you have to play it slow. Um, whereas in most other games, like we'll pull up uh, Minecraft, where you have one end goal, it's get to the Nether. You can basically find everything at your starting location. You dig down, you find diamond. You'll find iron. You'll find everything. Um, but with Valheim, you have you have to travel to the different regions. You don't. You can't just stay in the meadows. You have to at one point go to the dark forest to find copper, so you can get to that next tier. Once you get to that, then you have to go to the swamps, so you can get to the next material. Um, at least get your butt kicked by boars at least once. Yeah. Every- <laughs> Or if you're me, you spawn in you spawn in at night and immediately get swarmed by eight goblins. Yep, and that which was actually very funny because uh, every person that joined my lobby, the first thing that happens, they land, and they either get killed by a boar, or they get killed by the graylings, and it was just like, I mean, I think you, you, you okay your first thing was you got killed by a boar. Oh yeah, yeah, because I didn't like. <laughs> It's tradition. I had no equipment, so I was just punching this boar, and then the boar killed me. I was like, oh. Well, crap. <laughs> you okay? It's, it's almost oh, like everything are, hurts. It's almost like boars are dangerous. Yep. Um, although it's cool that you can tame boars, and as you feed them, they spawn more boars, so you can always did have a source to get of, around uh, to doing but, that? Or do you yeah. keep killing them? No, I actually have, because uh, I think I've got one two three four five bases my second base has a a boar farm my first base has the bee farm the third base was just kind of like a stopgap because there's actually not much around it in terms of uh core resources that i needed and then i've got the fourth and the fifth base which are uh slowly developing on the bright side, at least they do make it like so you don't have to like slog across the map to get to your different bases, you know, because you can make the teleporters. Yes. The thing about it, though, um, once you start getting into ores, like the actual metals, you cannot take unrefined metal and refined metal through the teleporters. You can take metal equipment. So if you make like a metal pickaxe or metal armor. You can go through the portal with that, but you can't just take tin through the teleporter, which you need to build some of the resources you would want at a base. So whenever you're like when I was setting up new base, some of these new bases, I had to make sure, like, do I have access to copper? Is there is there a forest nearby that I can get copper and tin from? Is there a specific type of tree nearby so I can get a specific type of wood to build this item? And so it's it. There's a lot of thought that goes behind it. It's not just you have wood, you have stone, you have dirt. 
and you have it's metal, not... and it's just a combination of that. It's like, no, there's four different types of wood that you can find. It's not Minecraft, is what you're saying. Yeah, yeah. Where it's it is Minecraft, literally as... Minecraft. <laughs> well, no, because Minecraft is as complex or as uncomplex as you want it to be. Yeah. Like, as, as you I said, can get... Where you first spawn, you could technically dig straight down and find 99% of all the items you will ever need. Yeah, it's only when you start trying to find... Well, I guess technically down, if you... Anyone that plays Minecraft will tell you, you find a lava pit. Yes. And I guess there is probably that one in a million chance you'll just dig straight down and find the end portal. Yeah. And that's, like, that's the only thing you ever have to really hunt down is the end portal. But most other things you can find fairly quickly and fairly easily. Um, maybe but one or two things in the nether. Playing Minecraft before they was even an end. No, there's always been an end. The end was always the Ender Dragon. No, it was the Wither. No. You guys never fought. Yeah, we never fought the Wither. Which that I've never that seen the end of the game. I have. It's a long text scroll that no one ever actually reads. Yeah. Well, oh, that's yeah. That's fair for most why? credits. Um, yeah, that that's why I always love when games have an end credits thing. It's like, oh, cool. You want me to read through how much to get to the end credits? <laughs> well, I mean, for the post scroll, I will look it up on YouTube. Thank you. <laughs> it's like a meta fourth wall breaking story. Question mark. Let me tell you what it's supposed to be. But fun fact, neither is it. Yeah. Um. But yeah, it's. For for Valheim, I, I like that style of you will always be relocating or making new bases to find new things. Um, I still hate the planes, which is like the fourth region you go to because there's a mom there's a monster there called the Death Skeeto, and those fuckers <laughs> two shot me. Period. <laughs> if I do not kill them before they see me, I am dead. Well, isn't that why you were playing a bow? Yes. And they will still somehow fly up out of nowhere and sting me in the ass and kill me. <laughs> it happened again this morning. I played for like two hours this morning and an hour of that was me just trying to get my body back. Uh, oh, I was tempted to get that, but with a computer to save up to. And that's fair. I, I would say prioritize. I'm not entirely sure my computer can even play it. Yeah, prioritize getting a new computer before you get new games. Yeah, and for some reason, since Valheim uses Unity, um, I know... Glitchy as fuck. <laughs> yeah, well, and that's the thing. It's glitchy when it's first loading. Like, the game itself plays fine, but anytime it has to, like, load something or save something, it stutters so badly. And I think that's just an issue with the Unity engine, not the game itself. I think that's it's literally my only Unity. complaint outside of the Deskitos. Seems like a lot of things are Unity. Yeah, Unity basically is replacing Flash. That's, yeah, that's, pretty much. That's what it is. And I, I would like to also preface this, because a lot of people see the Unity logo and immediately assume the game is not going to be great. Because it's Unity. 
it's basically the free 3D game engine that isn't Unreal. Yeah, and but the game itself is great. Like I've played plenty of Unity games that are fantastic. So exactly. Never never discount like, the fact that oh this is the this is Unity. It's like no Unity Unity is good. If you do if you know what you're doing with it, Unity is great. But you must know what you're doing. So yeah, my, my experience with Valheim is great. 44 hours worth of great. Uh, and I do, I, I genuinely suggest it for people that enjoy survival games and would like one that when you're making progress, you feel like you're making progress. Not like, oh yay, I got the next ore color. It's like, I no, have no, the resources to bake a cake and I win. Yeah, it's like, no, you made or- an effort to get this thing to be fair the other game i feel well no i guess the forest really is just did you find enough trees to make the thing do you have enough trees nearby to make your house i guess the way you're going to need 500 i i guess grounded is kind of because it has objectives you know you have to find stuff to try to piece together the story but that's all still do you have enough leaves to build the thing? So. Did you find enough of the right leaf? Yeah. So. Also, we played Grounded like once. Yeah, I mean, I, th- I think I got like 12 hours into it, and I was like, okay. I-, I had my experience. I found the spider. I saw the fish. I, you know, encountered the robot. Gotta love giant spiders. I... Yeah. No. <laughs> no, you don't. Oh, I uh, I picked Bloodborne back up again. How many times did you die? Four. Uh, four. Huh. In the starting area, because I don't remember what the hell I was doing. <laughs> because it's been two years since I last played Bloodborne. Did you get out of the starting area? I don't remember. So I'm I'm thinking I might just have to restart my game just so I can figure out where I'm supposed to where I need to be. Sounds because I'm not I'm not far enough that it's like oh this would be a giant problem. So I don't know that that's the only other thing I've been playing. And I have nothing to report other than the fact that it's Bloodborne and I still like Bloodborne. It's Bloodborne just, and I died. Yeah, it's Bloodborne and I died. The end. Moving <laughs> on. Um. But yeah. Oh, speaking of Halo. Uh. Actually, there was three, one four... other game we did play, Wolfpack. Oh yeah, <laughs> we did. I'm surprised I forgot about that yeah. or didn't think to mention it. I mean, it, it was what four hours of us. Finding a ship and then getting shot to shit by said ship. Yeah, pretty much. <laughs> so for for those of you that are curious, Wolfpack is a uh, multiplayer submarine simulator where you and up to four friends can all work various systems on a World War II U-boat. You can also have up to 20 people in a server on four different boats, which is cool. Or, you know, four people on four different boats if you're mad. Because 
taking care of the boat is hard. <laughs> As we found out the time we tried to stop sinking when we dove and ended up grounding out the boat. Look, the only thing I'm good at is using the uh, the hydrophone. That's all I'm good at. That is- <laughs> That's the only thing I'm good at. <laughs> Everything else, I was just like, nope. No. What 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 was it that we tried? Oh no, that's right. We were all in the tutorial, all trying to kind of get a better idea of how to use the TDC, and you were just like, "I I can't figure out how to torpedo." Yeah, I'm just gonna go, but like I'm nothing just gonna was use working. Nothing was working. I'm like, I have, I am, I am literally, the nose of my submarine is right on the back end of this boat, and, and I am I still missed. missing. <laughs> it was. It was bad. I I will say, uh, the fact that they have you, like, have to open a table to calculate ranges based on height of the ship. Is cool. I, I guess that it's cool because that's how they do it back then. But I'm used to, like, other games where you just, you use the periscope to do it. Right. And then you hit a button even on simulation mode and it goes, this is your range to target. Yeah. And I, I think what would make Wolfpack pretty good is you have to first determine, like, so, because you can pull up a list of all the ships that are out there. So you would have to first select a ship, and then the game will, in a sense, assist with some of the calculations. So it's like when you're trying to determine distance, it's like, all right, now that you've determined a ship type, it gives you an estimated distance based on that ship type. So if you select the wrong ship type and tag that the range ship is going to be off. The, yeah, the range is going to be off, but it still right. provides you that range. That would be kind of nice. And for for the fact that, you know, how we were playing it, because, I mean, it is kind of cool to have to go in, find the ship, calculate the range based on, like, oh, this is how high the uh, the book says the ship is. Yeah. Um, it'd be nice to have like a variable difficulty setting and maybe there is, and I just haven't noticed it yet. Variable realism. Yeah. Variable realism. Cause most sub, most sub Sims have that, Not you know, Wolfpack. they have, <laughs> nope. Cause Wolfpack is, you are literally there to skipper a U-boat and we sank twice. Good Not including the time. Those torpedoes. Not including the time we just sank the boat on purpose because it's fun. How deep can we get it? Well, I'm sitting at about 225 meters. You're not I'm dead? I'm pretty sure... No. I'm pretty sure uh, we hit the bottom with that. <laughs> like, I'm pretty sure we bottomed the boat. And if you bottom a boat at 200 meters like that, I'm 90% sure the hull would just cave in. Yeah, it, yeah. Yeah, definitely. But it was a fun game. I mean, we played it with uh, an one ex-submariner who couldn't understand the old tech. Two. They were both ex-submariners. Oh, well, fair. Yeah. But they, they were both like, well, this isn't how it works. It's like, World War II, guys. <laughs> not modern. Of course, it's not how it works now. Yeah. So, yeah, it was it was good times, though. Tangentially related only because of the name Wolf. Werewolf the Apocalypse dropped, and I dig it. Oh, yeah, I had seen stuff for that. 
When they announced uh, it. I'm good. It has... I'm pretty sure it's not getting super favorable reviews. I mean, it's... Okay, yeah. I guess it's reviewing pretty mediocre. Yeah, it seems to be like one of those double-A games, but I dig it. Fair enough. I I I would say more, but I haven't looked. I all I know is that it exists. Haven't really looked into it much. Yeah. Wait, Werewolf: The Apocalypse, Heart of the Forest. No, no, that's uh, a different one. That's Earth a... Blood. Okay. Yeah, it, it's, called, it's yeah, the it's... same naming scheme as Vampire: The Masquerade Bloodlines. Yeah. It's also part of that world. I figured. Also, I wonder when we're going to get more on uh, Bloodlines 2. Or maybe there has been, I just haven't been paying attention. No, not since the last trailer. That is a tabletop I would like to give a try at some point. I don't want to have rules. (laughs) That's fair. That that's always the problem with getting into a new tabletop game is I want to play this game. I do not want to take the time to learn this game. Considering your stats in that game, it's like, all right, you have because uh, I I played it once. Uh, you have like your ability to drive, your ability to shoot guns, your ability to use computers. They're all different stats that you have to put points into. Like, yeah, there that's, there are just that's... so many. Well, that's the thing. You have your standard, like, D&D stats, and then all of these as well. Oh, so it's like 3-5. Yeah, there's there's just a million different stats that you can put points into. And I was like, oh god. Or Call of Cthulhu, actually. Yeah. Which is another one that would be fun. Yeah, have to track your sanity, and then at the end of the game, you're going to commit suicide anyways. Because you've looked into the face of the abyss? Yeah. It's like, oh, you had a bad roll. You've now stared into the face of Cthulhu. You're insane now. Take your gun and put it in your mouth. Because yeah, that, that's how that game generally ends. You don't win. Did we... Yeah. You don't win. You just survive until the next session. Yeah. Also, out of curiosity, did we talk about Ghost Recon last week? I think we did. I'm actually not sure if we did. Yeah, I don't remember, actually. We tried out Ghost Recon Breakpoint. It's not bad. It's more Ghost Recon, like Wildlands, but more In a different location. Yeah, it's it's basically Wildlands in a different location. Nothing necessarily to write home about and be like, oh my god, it's so different. It's not. (laughs) They, well, I, I guess the one thing I will say from playing it, so you can play it in two different modes. The original launch mode, which is gear level, basically you're playing Ghost Recon does division. Yep. Or you can play it like a Ghost Recon game where you don't have item level, but then you can't do half the game. Well, it's not that you can't do half the game. I never bumped into that. Well, no, no, no. I'm talking about like you can't do the raids and you can't do PvP. Yeah. If you don't have your gear level turned on, which I mean, I don't care I'm about the so, PVP, but the raids I, portion, yeah, yeah, the raids is the irritating part. Also, it's a Ghost Recon game, guys. 
Ubisoft, do you even know what the hell the Ghost Recon franchise is anymore? I'm pretty sure Ubisoft doesn't know what games are anymore. That's fair. Ubisoft just like, everything is a live service. <laughs> this is a snowboarding game. Live service! Wait, isn't that just what Steep is? Yes. Far Cry style open world. Far Cry's like the last bastion of non-live service game they have. Yeah, but every other I guess game Watch they make Dogs. is that style of open world. That's true. Climb the thing. See the collectibles. Liberate the district. Repeat. Ubisoft, can you do a different type of game? No. <laughs> oh, what? That's not allowed. Sorry, they're they're French, so it'd be no. <laughs> Ubisoft, and do you know what go. video games are? We. Oui. Do you know how to make different ones? No. Everything is open world. You must hunt the 30,000 collectibles we put in the world. There go all of our French listeners. Yeah. All two of them. <laughs> I mean, uh, if we had French listeners, they'd just be listening for how stupid we are, so. Fair Sydney point. Americans. So... Ha <laughs> We would... We will turn that game into more open-world garbage. Anyway. <laughs> on to other uh, topics. <laughs> on to, uh, spe <laughs> on to um, just a bit of Halo news. Nothing regarding Infinite, unfortunately. That comes in two weeks. Maybe. No, it's the last Thursday of every month. For an update or um, for the game itself? For an update. Yeah. The the game will release sometime in fall, and my brain is just like, maybe it'll release on my birthday. I don't know why it would, because that's on a Saturday, but maybe. Also, bad day to launch a shooter. Uh, shooter. <laughs> yeah. Yeah. <laughs> I mean, right. at least you're not looking forward to Microsoft Flight Sim. <laughs> no oh god um no 343 posted a new job listing for some other halo game halo wars i'm guessing it's probably it's either gonna be well here's the thing so they've said infinite's their platform for the next four mainline halo games plus two spinoffs hmm so I'm guessing that means, um, you know, four Halo games and then probably another game like ODST and maybe some other one. I'm not sure. Hmm. Well, I guess I'll be somewhat curious to see what it is. Yeah, I mean, I think Halo Wars 3 is probably a good assumption since people seem to want that quite a bit Did so it probably is making halo wars uh no i think it's still crystal dynamics hmm. um but maybe they did yeah, or sorry not crystal dynamics creative assembly my bad there we go 
343 did it was both of them. I think I feel like Creative Assembly did a lot of the cutscenes because I know they did the cutscenes for the Halo Wars 2. Not Halo, sorry. Halo 2 Anniversary. And their cutscenes are gorgeous, by the way. Like, shit. I don't care if Halo, like, Halo Wars doesn't have to be your thing. Go watch the cutscenes. They're beautiful. But yeah, that'll be interesting to figure out what it is. I'm just, you know, obviously it's a leak. Because 343 is not going to announce a new Halo game with Infinite still not being out. Yeah, but to be fair, Infinite is basically, according to them, done, just needs polished. Yeah. And they have a big enough company that they can have two teams. Isn't that what they said about Cyberpunk? I mean, 343 already does have two teams, though. They have the team that's working on Master Chief Collection and the team that's working on Infinite. Basically, their upkeep team and their development team, it seems. Right. So, it it's very possible that, you know, Halo, obviously, we're expecting the betas to start sometime in summer for Infinite, me and the other Halo creators that I talk to. We're expecting the beta to drop sometime probably in June. And they're probably going to do three or four of them. And then the game will drop probably October, November. I don't know. November. People are thinking November because it's going to be the 20th anniversary of CE. Mm. But that's really skirting the line of fall there for the release schedule. Because usually November is when it ticks into holiday. By the release calendar. Yeah. So, we'll see. More Halo updates to come in the future. <laughs> but, uh, Control, you mentioned CD Projekt Red. I did. I did mention you did. them. And some stuff happened with them. Light, you, you, wanna, you wanna go into the stuff? Uh, yeah. Uh, recently, hackers managed to get into CDPR, and they've issued a ransom. They claim to have uh, source code for Witcher 3, the next-gen version of Witcher 3, and uh, uh, Cyberpunk, and um, a ton of... Uh, personal data for employees. Uh, CD Projekt Red has come out and said, though, that they are not going to give in to any of the hackers' demand. We don't negotiate with terrorists. That was basically their response, which, I mean, kudos to them for sticking to their guns on that. Yeah. But, I mean... It it also is how much do the hackers really have? Like, is it just a bunch of people blowing smoke, or do they actually have something? Well, we'll know soon because they threaten that they will leak it. Yeah, that's fair point. So I guess we'll uh, wait and see. We'll keep you. Yeah, we'll keep you posted on that one those of you who come here for the news 
Um, Stadia's getting shut down. Yeah. Well, okay. Ish. I have no transition into this one, but yeah. Stadia is not getting shut down. Stadia is closing their games making studios and switching to a publishing only model. Okay, so that's so they're not making games but they'll still be running. They'll okay. still be well, yeah, they'll, they'll still be running, they'll still be, you know, hosting the games and whatnot. But literally all the studios that they bought up all the money that they put into making games and stuff that was all for not all those people were going to be out of a job. Um, they also had a little tiff with the creator of uh, Terraria recently. Oh God. Um, that person can't access their Google account and they, uh, Oh yeah. And they, they've been having such a problem trying to uh, fix it with Google that uh, uh, they've decided to take Terraria off of the Stadia store. Wow. I'm going to be honest, that's pretty funny. Not that they can't get their Google account, just that their, their response to having an issue is just, all right, fine. No Terraria for you. Well, they feel targeted. Like, it's a whole thing. Ah. Fair enough. Curious why they would feel or be targeted, but okay. I mean, they explain it all. I didn't read into it. <laughs> yeah, I mean, there's probably... Not that I, I want you all to go listen to other shows, but there are other shows who can explain this type of stuff better than we can. Yeah. I will say, though, everything about Stadia looks mismanaged and a clusterfuck. And it's kind oh, of. Oh, absolutely. It was a great idea, and at its most basic, it actually runs okay if you're willing to hardline it, but, uh, yeah, meh. Yeah. I think it, it's only a matter of time before Google just shutters the whole thing. Probably. Uh, speaking, though, of game streaming services, xCloud. Uh, their PC beta is going to be starting soon. Sometime oh, cool. in spring. So, those of you who want Halo 5 on PC, I'm going to be honest, it's the closest we're going to get. I was about to say, am I going to start getting messages from you to play Halo 5? Yes. I'm not gonna I the only thing with it is because it's xCloud and it's a streaming service streaming the game to my PC plus streaming to Twitch will probably equal my computer catching on fire <laughs> or my router bursting into flames. Right. So yeah. While cool, not practical for that part of my business ventures. Or your ISP suddenly offering gigabit uh, speeds. Yeah, that'd be nice. It only costs an arm and a leg. And your firstborn child. 
sorry, that just makes me think of the uh, the joke. Uh, there's a joke about a guy, someone selling their firstborn child to a witch. And afterwards, the witch is like, all right, the deal is done. Guy starts disrobing. The witch is like, what are you doing? Well, you said you wanted my firstborn. So are we going to do this or not? Hmm. I I have heard that joke. I mean, it's the perfect honestly, way to get around that, it. Honestly, anyone that disrobes that quickly probably isn't a firstborn for them. No. They could just be extra careful. Yeah. In a world where there are Prote witches. Protection exists for a reason, Twy. <laughs> Even in D&D. &D. Well, that was a completely different reason. But, we'll go into that. Yeah, that's, nope, that's not, that's for a different show. <laughs> um, all right, uh, we got one more thing on the list here. That still seems like uh, a very far move. Oh, two more things, I'm sorry. I mean, speaking of closing uh, down studios, what about Anthem? Oh, yeah, three more things, damn it. <laughs> um, Wasn't that getting a reboot? Well, it <laughs> It was. It, yeah. And EA just basically Bioware, the Anthem team for Bioware said they needed to triple the amount of staff they had to do it. To basically make the game, remake the game like they wanted to. And EA just held a meeting about it to review it. And I'm pretty sure the result of that meeting was they're canning the project. It's not 100%, and it's just rumored, but it was reported on by Bloomberg's Jason Schreier. And to think, it would have probably been just as simple as leaving in that one loot bug. Eh, the, the game had plenty of other issues that, should, that need to be addressed, and if they're not going to be able to, well, then they're SOL. Yeah. And I mean, let's time, be honest. Wait, Look, they didn't release a good game off the start. I still don't understand how don't control... Release in good condition. Fair yeah. point, but Anthem was... For what it was trying to do, Anthem was straight up boring. Yeah, with, with Anthem in particular, in order to fix it, yes, a lot of games release broken... But in order to fix it, it required a ground-up read. Yeah. And I, yeah, I will like agree with that, and that, that was just a problem. Yeah, like a lot of games that release, they can fix them with a patch or something. Not Anthem. Yeah, Anthem needed a full Final Fantasy fourteen level. Yeah. Yeah. <laughs> so... Unfortunately, I don't think I. I say unfortunately, like I actually cared. <laughs> I do. What happened with Anthem? I, I mean, un unfortunately, I don't think we're gonna be seeing anything from Anthem. No, I, I, I do think that it's gonna end up just getting canned. Yeah. Because they're gonna have the goodwill from, uh, the Mass Effect remaster. 
and EA is going to want to barrel that into the next Mass Effect and Dragon Age game. Yep, they're not going to want to. Yeah, they're not going to want to waste it on Anthem, a game that a lot of people have already just <laughs> considered dead. Which, if they did manage to <laughs> turn that into a good game, and they put the marketing behind it. I think it could be successful, but it we're talking about EA here. Yeah. Yeah. That that right there is the problem. It's EA. Well, plus it also has to go up against the other big time live service MMO type games. It has to go up against Destiny, the division. I think it could. I'm, I'm I mean, out of games to think of because those are the only two that come to mind for that type of game. Like I will say this. I would I would place Anthem above the division. That's fair. Um and Destiny while I enjoy Destiny its content stales very quickly. Well, and that's also because we don't do some of the content. Like yeah. we don't do raids and yeah. that's it it's like playing WoW. You know, that's what people do. They they grind up their level and then they raid. Yeah. And that and they that, raid. Was, that was actually one thing I liked about Anthem was that its raids were super straightforward. Like the mechanics were basic and more often than not it was like your your main solution is just use more bullets. Whereas with like with Destiny's raids ever since honestly I would say probably the third expansion in Destiny 1 it just got so much more complicated where, you know, the original destiny raid was shoot the thing with bullets. It will spawn smaller things that you need to shoot with bullets or you'll die. And then it will spawn a portal that you run through, shoot things with bullets until they die before you die. And then use more bullets on the main boss. Like that was the max level of complexity. And that was fine. But in the later expansions, it was like, okay, so he'll spawn this creature, you need to kill it, then grab the thing that it dropped and use that thing to go kill this other thing before it reaches this point, which will kill you all. But during the meantime, all this other crap is also happening that you have to fend off. And it was just like, all right, I don't need, I don't want to have to have a PhD to do your raid. Like, a, well, they, they a turned our raid is not what I came here for. They turned it into WoW with the raids. Yeah. And that was not like that was never the reason I wanted to play Destiny. I didn't want to play Destiny to play World of Warcraft. So that and like that's why I kind of I've put Destiny down. I haven't I haven't played it in ages. Yeah, I I haven't touched it since before Broken Light came out. Yeah, or Beyond Light or whatever the hell it was called. Which like oh, there are many expansions are good like they do good jobs with the little mini stories that they give you but then it's they i if i can play through that in a single day within like three hours it's just like okay that's that's not much content to be fair i had more fun playing the uh the mini stories for ghost recon than i have had playing destiny yeah i can agree because we that. did the we did the two when we played we did uh we did the Terminator thing, and yep. then we did the entire Rainbow Six event. Yeah, and 
which <laughs> that took I mean, that, and that well that took us six to nine hours. We were we were playing yeah. that for a goddamn hot a, minute. We played it till three in the morning. Yeah, we started at six. Yeah, so yeah, legitimately. <clears throat> oh God, that's more than nine hours, isn't it? It no, we that played is that hours. game yeah, nine hours. We, we, we played that game for so long, Twy got concerned. Yeah. So, but yeah, and that's the thing. It was like, that was just small content that they added in. and But we got much larger amount of playtime out of it than any anything like Destiny has been putting out, which, again, is a shame because I did enjoy De- Destiny a lot. I liked the world. I liked the, the story, but it's just there's not enough to it. Yeah. No, I I agree. Um. Anyway, we went off <laughs> on a tangent there. What you playing? Uh, you were when you popped in into call at like midnight, oh, wondering yeah. why the hell we were still yeah. awake playing Ghost Recon. Because it was two in the morning. Yeah. And I know at least control is the same time zone as me. Yep. Yeah, but we were having... See, that's the thing. You know, for as much shit as I gave Breakpoint before picking it up on, like, Super Sale... Because I was thinking, I wouldn't have picked it up if it wasn't 80% off. Yeah. I will say, that game kept us engaged for a very long time. Yeah. And... The funny thing was, we start off doing the silly event. The, there's Terminators on the island, go kill them event. Yeah, those Terminators did kick our ass, though. Oh, yeah. Yeah. Uh, Light, you got a couple more things here, so I'll let you run into those. Headlong. Face oh. first. Uh, I'll just bring this one up. Uh, AMD announced that they're having uh, manufacturing issues and there will be chip shortages this year uh, for at least the first half of the year, which could affect console manufacturing. Oh, shit. No. No more affecting console manufacturing. I want my PS5 so I can play Ratchet and Clank, goddammit. I can wait. Yeah, I forgot. I forgot about Ratchet and Clank. And now there's two games I care about. (laughs) (laughs) There's God of War and Ratchet and Clank. Oh boy, a whole two games. It'll expand over time. Hopefully. Maybe. And that's saying Sony doesn't start bringing their shit to PC as well. Yeah. Which they're already kind of doing with Horizon and Death Stranding. Yeah. Well, and I, th- I think they'll always probably have stuff set up for timed exclusive. So it'll yeah. it'll it'll launch on their console and then like a year or two later it's like, hey, we're bringing it to PC. But I honestly think that's the better way to go because it's like we got it to work perfectly with our console and then after we launched it and got our money from it, we spent some time to make it compatible with PC to run beautifully on PC and let you guys go at it. 
That's fair. I, I will say Sony is the only, like, Microsoft, obviously their games are coming to PC now because it's Microsoft. They own Windows. Yeah. They're already, they already have a stake in the PC game. Sony still has their console exclusives, like, yeah. their console exclusive mascots such as, you know, Little Big Planets with Sackboy and Ratchet and Clank. Yeah. And I guess Spider-Man now. We'll see how long that so, lasts. Yeah. I I mean, we'll see how long those stay on there. Hell, if they suddenly announced that God of War was coming to Steam, I'd probably be very happy. Mm-hmm. God of it War might. 1. I know. Yeah, yeah, it won't it won't be God of War, you know, Dad of Boy. It will be the first God of War. Yeah. Which I guess still wouldn't be bad. Updated graphics Def- and mod ca- uh, compatibility. Oh, God. Oh, God. Imagine what people would do with a moddable God of War. I would rather not. <laughs> I mean, look at what it's based on. Mythologies and mythologies are not exactly fam- family-friendly a lot of the time. The people would make mods of that stuff. As if mods were family-friendly anyways. As yeah, if like God I, of War is... Wait, Twy, do you think God of War is family-friendly? Uh, no. I do know that people will make mods of all the not-so-family-friendly stuff that's in mythologies. I mean, they there's all, already, there though. was already a minigame in the first it. God of War to have sex. In all three. Yeah, I, yeah. yeah in all three of them, there was a minigame for sex. So, God of War. Really, nothing is going to change. Nothing at all will change. It's just who the target of the sex is going to be. I feel like the, that kind of breaks character a lot. Oh, well. It was a big, burly Spartan man. Of course he's going to go around and fuck the gods. It was just the one god, really. <laughs> Multiple times. Turns out they were all actually just Zeus. Well, that's, that's <laughs> oh, kind of no. weird. <laughs> what? Zeus dad? can shapeshift? Is Zeus Ha-ha, dad? Kr- <laughs> yes. Ha-ha, Kratos. I have bested you. They were all... I, uh, uh. They were all Helios' neck stump. Oh, no. <laughs> I think that's a good place or to wrap Apollo. up. For... Okay. Oh, God. Yeah, no, that's a good place to wrap it up for the day. But anyway, thank you for listening, everybody. Uh, you know, thanks for sticking around to the end. You want to know the stuff we do on the Internet? It's in the description below. Have a good night. So go, go look at that. Good night. <laughs>